Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Happy Thursday, if it's Thursday for you. Personally, I am in a pretty good mood because I'm off right now from work, now until the day after New Year's. Very exciting. This week has kind of been a race to the finish line, which I feel like it's often like that when you're going to be off for the holidays or just off for a pretty substantial amount of time. Just last minute things come in, last minute work to get done, but I guess it makes the time off feel that much sweeter, so can't really complain. Really excited to have this time. What's been new with me? Not a whole lot, kind of just gearing up for this, honestly, this past weekend. It was kind of chill. We just watched holiday movies. We caught up with some friends. Oh, an update on my running journey, you guys. I'm still running outside. I'm still doing it. And this weekend, actually, on Saturday, I was determined to run outside still, even though it was raining. And guys, that was not fun. Like, really not fun. Actually, you know what? When I started running, it kind of felt like I was in a game or something, like a soccer game, and the water was coming down, and I had a purpose. It kind of felt a little motivating, actually, at the start. But then when I was running back, I was going against the wind with the rain, already cold. I don't know that I would do that again now having the experience, but I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad that I still went out there. In hindsight, I don't know that it was worth it, but I'm still glad I know now, you know? And I'm glad I've been keeping it up. It's been pretty fun. Other than that, I think probably the main new thing with me is that tomorrow I am going to Frankfurt, Germany. Yes, that's where I'll be. I'm so excited. I've never been there. So this is going to be a brand new experience, which I will let you guys know a bit more about later in this episode. But before we talk about it in depth, let's get into the rest of this episode, starting off with what's hot. Because this week, I actually have such a fun story for you guys. Well, I guess I don't know how fun it was for the people in this story. I don't know. I think I would think it's fun, funny, and kind of shocking. All right, here it is. According to APNews.com, a Kentucky family gets an early gift an owl in their Christmas tree. You guys heard that, right? An owl in their Christmas tree. Okay, let's read on. One Kentucky family got a little something extra when they picked out their Christmas tree this year. An owl. Lexington resident Michelle White told WDKY-TV that it's a tradition for the family to pick out a Christmas tree every year, and this year seemed no different. They had the tree in their home for four days and didn't notice anything unusual. White said, I have three dogs. We use this room nonstop, watch TV, the kitchen's right here, no indication. Bobby Hayes, who owns Magic Carpet Cleaning and was at the home while the family was out, first noticed the bird after plugging in a piece of equipment and seeing the tree start to sway. Hayes said, The owl was literally sitting on a lower limb here. It crawled up into the tree further. It took me several minutes to even find it. He sent photos to White, who said she was glad he was there to deal with the animal. Hayes said he was able to safely release the owl in the family's backyard. 
everybody is going to be able to have a Merry Christmas now. Okay, how wild is this story, you guys? How would you feel if you just found an owl inside of your home? Already, finding a bird inside your home or any living creature that you did not already know was there is a little bit shocking. At least I would find it a little bit shocking. But to find an owl? Like, how often do you see an owl in the wild? I don't think I've ever seen an owl in the wild, if I'm being honest. So to see one in your home? That would just be so shocking. It's also funny that it wasn't even the family that found it. It was the owner of Magic Carpet Cleaning. The tree was in their house for four days, this article says, and they didn't notice anything. So that owl must have been very quiet, very much in camouflage. No sounds made at all, I guess. On this article, they provide pictures of it too, and he's a little cutie. He's just sitting there perched up in his tree like he lives there now. (laughs) It's honestly so funny. I cannot imagine this happening, but I guess it did. And I'm just happy that this owl is okay, that they were able to release it. Seriously, you guys should go check out the pictures. Again, I got this article from APNews.com. Look it up for yourself. See the owl in the Christmas tree. This makes me want to see an owl in person now. They're pretty cute. But also, there is something sort of intense about them. I think it's in the eyes that I would be a little bit scared, I think, if I found an owl in my tree. So funny. I hope he was okay. I don't even know. What do owls eat? Does that mean he wasn't eating for four days? My gosh, this poor little one. It's okay, guys. Everything is right again. The owl is outside. Hopefully, no real harm done. Alright, that's it for what's hot. Short and sweet. Let's get right into what's good. I have some content to recommend. The first one is a movie, and I almost didn't know if I should recommend it or not, because I liked it, but I thought that it was far too long. Okay, so this movie that I'm referring to right now is called Babylon. Here's your summary. Decadence, depravity, and outrageous excess lead to the rise and fall of several ambitious streamers in 1920s Hollywood as the industry begins to transition from silent pictures to the world of sound films. This movie stars Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Diego Calva, Tobey Maguire, just to name a few. So many amazing actors in this. So like I said, I liked it, it just felt really long. I think my favorite part of the film was up until films had sound, actually. Because in the beginning, it felt like these people were just trying to accomplish the Hollywood dream, rise up in the industry. They were discovered. They went to these outlandish parties. It was glitz. It was glamour. It was chaos. And of course, chaos, especially in a 1920s Hollywood setting, can be very fun to watch. Specifically, the scene... If you've seen this, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, something to look forward to if you're going to see it. But the scene where they're filming many different movies at the same time, it doesn't matter all the sound that's going on around them because they're silent movies. So none of that outside sound is going to be in it anyway. 
So just so many things being filmed next to each other, running around each other, really loud noises all the time. Truly, like I said, chaos. But it seemed sort of magical, at least how they portrayed it. But I think after that, the movie kind of started to drag on a little bit. It wasn't directly after that I was like, okay, this is too long. But I felt myself feeling like it was almost two separate movies that I was watching in one. So that's really my main critique, but I did really like it. Obviously, like I said, those actors, they're phenomenal. So it's kind of always just fun to watch them on screen, but I thought that they did a really great job in this one as well. This movie did kind of have mixed reviews, but again, maybe that's a testament to the length. Who knows, people's attention spans are a lot shorter. But I will say, I don't feel like my attention span is that short at all. It's just that this movie is over three hours. So take that for what you will. If you want to watch it, if you have three hours to kill, maybe check this one out. Again, it's called Babylon, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime or Paramount+. Plus. Alright guys, next up for what's good... A show that I just watched, but I realize now that this came out in 2022. I'm pretty sure Babylon also came out in 2022, so I'm just about a year behind on these. But I just saw this show this past weekend, and if you like a short TV series about true events, about a tech company that a lot of people use, then maybe this would be an interesting show for you to watch as well. This show is called... Super pumped, the battle for Uber. Here's your summary. The story of the ride-sharing company Uber, from the perspective of the company's CEO, Travis Kalanick, who is ultimately ousted in a boardroom coup after tense internal and external battles that ripple with unpredictable consequences. Okay, first of all, I feel like the consequences are not that unpredictable, If you guys watch this show or if you have heard about everything that did happen with Uber, I feel like the fact that there were consequences makes a lot of sense. I'm not going to give anything away, but watch the show and you can form your own opinion on that. But it's definitely very interesting to see what a company like this has gone through, what it has done, the startup story of it maybe unveiling some of the things about this company that you would otherwise not know as possibly just a consumer of the product. So I thought it was definitely a very interesting watch. According to The Guardian, Super Pumped, quote, loosely traces a genuinely wild rise of Uber. So I guess do your own research on what's true, what's not. But regardless, there is a lot that goes on within this. And shows like this get me pretty much every time. Shows, movies, anything like that. It's so interesting, too, to see these founders of big tech companies have so many similar personality traits. And granted, I know that I'm viewing this from a lens of a TV show. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Travis Kalanick, he is not Travis Kalanick, okay? I do not know the man personally or anything like that. I do not know any of these big tech guys personally, but there definitely are key traits that, at least in shows and movies, we see within pretty much all of them. I think it would be so interesting to see if those personality traits are true. 
but I feel like for the most part, a lot of these people are somewhat public figures. So it's not like their personalities are completely derived from nowhere. You know, like people have accounts of who they are, how they act, what they do, all of that. From the standpoint, though, of the show, the acting, all of it, I thought everybody did a really great job. The cast was phenomenal. Also, Kyle Chandler was in this, who I feel like I have been missing from my screen for a while. He's the coach in the show Friday Night Lights. So good. Again, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I feel like he played this character so well. All in all, definitely entertaining. If you guys want to check it out for yourself, you can watch it on Netflix. Alright guys, next up for what's good, I have a product for you. One that I am very excited about, because I wasn't really sure if it was going to live up to the hype, but it definitely did. This product is from the brand Tarte, and it is called the Maracuja Juicy Lip Plump. I got it in the shade Rosy Copper Shimmer Glass. It plumps in a way that doesn't hurt, just cools. If you've used products like this before, you know what I'm talking about. I do not like things that burn my lips, and this does not. I originally saw it, I think, on maybe Sephora's website or something, and it looked so pretty. The shimmer glass ones in particular, this is the first shade that I saw, and I was like, okay, I really, really want that. Now that I have this one, I may be purchasing some more. But just so you guys do know, I believe the shimmer glass colors, you can only buy them online. Because I went into a store in Sephora and asked for them, and then the person working there couldn't find it. So then we looked it up online, and it said that this was exclusive to online. So unless they've changed that, you may have to check it out on Sephora's website or on Tarte's website. But I think definitely a great product, really pretty something shimmery and sparkly for the holidays all right guys and last up for what's good your song this is a song that is not by any means new but i love it i think a lot of people love this song if you know this song and i'm actually recommending a cover of it okay so the song is called river originally by joni mitchell and I'm putting on the playlist Ben Platt's cover of it, which I heard this song on the show, The Politician. Do you guys remember that show? Where did it go? I loved that show. I want it to come back. When did that even come out? I feel like that came out in like 2019. Let me look it up. The Politician on Netflix, I think. Yeah, 2019 it came out. Okay, I have no idea where it is. Oh, it says, a third and final season is in development. But, wait, I don't know when it said that this was in development. Production on the second season started November 2019, which premiered in 2020. A third and final season is in development. I don't know, though, guys. They said the third and final season was in development back in 2020. So do we really think that it's going to be coming out? Probably not, if I had to guess. But who knows, maybe if there was public outcry for it, then they'd bring it back. That happens to show sometimes, doesn't it? I don't know, I'm not going to hold my breath. But regardless, the cover of this song 
was sung by Ben Platt on this show, the first season. I loved it. Of course, I love the Joni Mitchell version too. So check them both out. And of course, you can always listen to the songs that I recommend on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. All right, and now to round out this episode and to bring it back to the beginning, need to know basis. And away we go. Like I told you guys, tomorrow I am going to Frankfurt, Germany, which is so incredibly exciting for so many reasons. So I'm going there with my boyfriend and his family because he has some family that actually lives there. So we're going to go stay with them, be with them for the holidays. So obviously I'm very excited for that reason, to go see his family, to be where some of them grew up, where they live. That's going to be great in and of itself. But then on top of that, Frankfurt is a place that I have never been before, which you guys know me, I love to travel, but I feel like a lot of times I end up traveling to the same places, which if I'm able to travel at all, that's already such a privilege, but then being able to go somewhere new, I'm just really grateful to be able to do it, and I'm really excited. I'm excited to see the culture, I'm excited to eat the food. I'm excited to go to little markets, which unfortunately, we are going right after the holiday market closes there. I'm so, so bummed about that because the holiday markets in Germany, if you guys have ever seen pictures of them, which is all that I've seen of them, but they look beautiful, so gorgeous. So I'll have to go back one day when that market is still going on in Frankfurt. But for now... I'm going to have to find some other markets. I'm going to have to find my trinkets in different places. But I feel like it's going to be so fun. I'm just hoping that there's still some lights up, that it still feels very holiday-centric. I'm sure that it will. I will definitely let you guys know when I get back how it all is. I'm also just excited to fly again, I would say. Maybe that sounds odd, but I actually really, really love flying. And I will say that as I've gotten older, turbulence and things like that has made me a bit more nervous, which is kind of weird. Like when I was younger and I would ever go on a plane and there was any sort of turbulence, I just was never scared of it. I was like, oh yeah, like it's fine. It's probably just the wind or the clouds or whatever that we're going through right now. But as I've gotten older, I have gotten a bit more nervous about it. So I think too, to just kind of counteract that, I have to think to myself like, no, Emma, you love flying. It's such a cool opportunity every single time that you get to do it. Especially for a long flight too, which I know that some people, maybe they hate long flights, especially if you don't like flying. I'm sure that's not that fun. But for me, I actually do not mind a long flight as long as there's some things to do. Whether that be watching a movie or getting some work done. I will probably be splitting my time doing both. Gonna be editing, of course. I feel like I'm always editing. But because it's a long flight, I'm sure that I will have some downtime too. To just actually relax, get excited for the upcoming trip, the whole thing. Let me know if you guys have felt that way as you've gotten older, if you felt more nervous to fly. One thing too, if you do feel that way with turbulence specifically, because that's what it is for me. If I'm flying and there's no turbulence, it's like the same as being in a car for me. I don't care at all. 
But if there is turbulence, that's when I get a little bit nervous. But what's helped me, and this may sound like a ridiculous thing, actually saying it out loud, it kind of feels like it. But maybe it'll help you too, because it does help me. I just tell myself, well, I tell myself two things. One, which maybe is the less relatable thing, because if you don't care about space travel or wanting to go to space yourself or anything like that, then this may be a bit irrelevant for you. But I tell myself, I'm like, Emma, one day you want to go to space and the turbulence is going to be way worse getting up there, but you want to do it anyway. So even if you're a little bit scared about it, you still want to get there. And if you think about it, when you're in a plane, you're the closest to space that you're ever going to be currently. So I just try to put myself in that mindset of something that I know that I want, which whatever, you can say that that's a wild dream to go to space, but I think I'm going to get there one day. And then the second thing that maybe is a bit more relatable that again, I don't know if it would help you or not, but I say to myself when there's turbulence, imagine that you're just on a roller coaster. Like close your eyes if you need to, listen to music, think about the fact that you're on a roller coaster. (laughs) I know that tricking your brain or trying to trick your brain may not work for you guys, but I don't know, it's helped me. Also, I think that some people get scared of the fact that they don't have any control in the situation. But for me, reminding myself that I have no control, that it's like, all right, I can't do anything here. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. That almost puts me a little bit at ease. And maybe that has to do with my indecision a little bit. It's like, okay, well, none of my actions, nothing that I do right now is going to affect this situation. So I may as well just be okay with it because it is completely and utterly out of my control. Again, don't know if that will help you, but just thought I would share. Kind of got on a tangent here about the fears of flying. All that to say, I actually am really excited to fly. I'm excited to go. I'm excited to do something new. So if you guys are gearing up to go somewhere, to stay at home, to spend time just relaxing taking some time for yourself, maybe, hopefully. I hope you have a happy holidays. Next week will be our final episode of 2023. That is wild to say. I cannot believe we're going to be entering into 2024, but that's the reality, guys. We're here. We're ready for it. Even if we're not, we're going to tell ourselves that we are. But until then, I'm just going to be very thankful and grateful for the break. I hope you guys have a little bit of one too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. However you're spending the holidays, however this time of year is for you, know that I wish you all the best, always. Remember to check in on the people that you love this time of year. Check in on yourself. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.